Hello, welcome to What's the Tea. He's Archer the Edgy. And she's Nick Jew. And we can't hear y'all voicemails on the show. I'm so sorry. We need to figure that out. I meant to ask somebody and totally slipped my mind. because I, I, I was so excited shit, too. <laughs> right. If I have to play that shit on speaker through my phone, like into my microphone, then that is what I will do. Because we can't <laughs> beg y'all to send us fucking voicemails and then not play them on the show. <laughs> I was like doing my little post production, and then I went to the section, and you can, you know, you see the waves, and it was just. (laughs) (laughs) But I did keep that part where I was like, "I'm gonna edit this hoe out," and you were like, "Um, dear listener." (laughs) And the part, and I'm so glad you left in the part where I read the transcription. I mean, uh, rotten carrots is, is so rotten good. Carrot, dog. <laughs> um, uh, what's up? Okay, uh, hit my theme music. Ba da 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 da. This don't make no goddamn sense. No goddamn goddamn. This don't make no goddamn sense. This is an update. Uh oh. So actually, this does make goddamn sense. Oh, it does make goddamn sense. Okay, great. Are you Are you ready? No. I feel like you're not ready. I'm never ready. The Mexican pizza coming back. Oh, oh, oh. On May 19th. Why do you cry? Come on. Come on, hey, hey. risen. Let me tell you, let me tell you <laughs> what God could do. Let me tell you how I had a shitty day yesterday. So I so last night. Did you so have I the Mexican pizza? pizza? <laughs> no, I didn't have the Mexican pizza because they don't have them no more. But let me tell you, when I woke up this morning, before I put my feet on the floor, I woke up and said, God, you know what? I'm in the, I'm in the valley. I, I, and I know you. I'm, I'm ready for you to do a work. I'm ready for you to do a good work. Your word says, "All you have to have is the faith inside of a mustard seed." All you have to have. All you. All you have to have. Because you gonna turn it around and late in the midnight hour. It's gonna work in your favor. And guess what? I found out on today. Taco Bell is bringing it back, baby. God is good. All the time. Um, apparently, they tried to make you feel guilty about it too. Like I, I, um, I reject the guilt. Like we uh, took this away because of the environmental footprint. Nobody gives a fuck about that. I'm eating Taco Bell. Right, bitch. I'm eating Taco Bell. Like what? Who? Who I don't give a fuck. about my carbon footprint nigga i'm putting uh what you call it methane in the air <laughs> oh i was like i truly i truly don't know what are you putting also like why don't we why don't why don't we go to exxon mobile and talk about they motherfucking footprint bitch leave me alone Hello? let me have this this is according to miami herald which i'm sure is a reputable news source but I did not check for another source because I was so happy to read this that I just took this. Oh, you didn't you didn't uh, double check your sources? Um, I'm, so I'm stepping out on a, on faith. 
Because when, okay. when 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 God said he would put a ram in the bush, baby, I I'm not questioning that. You're not gonna look no give horse in the in the nutritional ingredients. In the nutritional ingredients, honey. This is Mexican pizza making its way back onto the Taco Bell menu. The fast food chain announced April 18th, and it's going to stick around for good. Honestly, like, I don't understand why it went away in the first place. It didn't make so any say, sense. They said here, the fan favorite hasn't been available since 2020 when Taco Bell pulled it and other items in an effort to revamp the chain's menu to be more environmentally friendly. Removing it from What the fuck do the Mexican pizza got to do with the environment? If you let me read the motherfucker article. <laughs> That don't make no goddamn sense. <laughs> Shit. Uh, removing it from our menus helps us to work towards our commitment to leave a lighter footprint on our planet, the company said at the time. Currently, Mexican pizza packaging accounts for over 7 million pounds of paperboard material per year in the U.S. Now, also, wouldn't that Y'all better use a different wrapper. Also, 7 million people a year is eating your product. Why would you take it <laughs> They could have just figured out a better way to do that. Like, also make it compostable. Like, what the fuck, Taco Bell? Like, get the fuck out of here. You could put that shit in a regular paper. Just let me know it's in there. Slide me, slide me the bag. How are you supposed to slide it to me on the side? Because like, while we're here, here, can we can we bring the Mexi Melt back? Baby, <laughs> can we bring back the Mexi Melt? Fucking ingredients. You have all the fucking ingredients. Can I get an Enchirito, bitch? You have all the ingredients. <laughs> Problem. I don't want to make it myself. I want you to make it. I want you to make it. I came to Taco Bell for you to make me a motherfucking Mexican pizza. Shout out to Sir Mix a Lot. Um, <laughs> but Taco Bell promises to bring the Mexican pizza back with greener packaging starting May 19th. The chain credits fans outcry for the pizza's return, citing a change.org petition, which I did sign. That pulled in almost two. <laughs> you did? Yes, the fuck I did. I want my voice to be heard. This is my cause. Oh, wow. See, Twitter activism does, I guess, get things changed. Part of the Mexican pizza's appeal is it makes for a tasty vegetarian option, a rare thing when it comes to fast food. Yes, that's how I order mine. No meat. Uh, I don't know why they put this in here. Like many Indian Americans who grew up vegetarian, we had... Ooh, absolutely. I was like, wait a minute. Well, how we get here, Jesus? <laughs> we 
have limited access to the fun fast food, so Taco Bell became a bridge to belonging in American culture for many kids like me who grew up in immigrant households. Oh, says Chris Jagirder, sorry, who started the petition. Yes, cousin. I know that's right. The Mexican pizza will cost $4.49 when it's back on the menu in May. I don't give a fuck about that. (laughs) Right. You could have charged $15. I'm getting it, friend. (laughs) I'm going to get it. I don't like care. I'm gonna order it. I don't give a fuck how much it's gonna cost, bitch. Bring it back. Bring it back. <laughs> and if you was a smart motherfucker, you would figure out how to make that crust part the Dorito. Give me a Dorito logo Ooh, with pizza. I will not be nigga. charging you this idea. I just want my shit for free for life. <laughs> <laughs> and while you can be technically make your Mexican pizza supreme, you can order. Um, but you should guacamole. be able to. You should be able to. You can order guacamole and sour cream. I usually get mine on the side and then spread it on top. You should be able to make it supreme. That is anti-black. Could you imagine a Dorito Loco Mexican pizza? Friend. Friend. I would be first in line. Listen. So I'm excited. I'll be back in California. It's going to be right before my birthday. I will be running for the border to obtain my no meat Mexican pizza. Wow. God is still in the wonder working business. Amy, won't he? Won't he do it? Won't he will. Shit. (laughs) Won't he will. Um... Uh, act like we don't do this every other week. You have nothing prepared. You ain't came with no word, no article. I'm 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 crawling here because everybody get on my fucking nerves. Yeah. People don't understand spatial awareness. You yeah. hi you going I'm trying to get off the train and you standing in front of the doors and I'm tired of yelling at people. I feel like a stereotype. Uh, people who are not from the diaspora keep giving me the head nod and I just keep staring at them Mm -hmm. like it must not be me. Mm -hmm. Um, So (laughs) I don't (laughs) I want to talk about this these children on these emotionally abused children on this television show. Um, The ultimatum. Mm -hmm. Baby so, Zay, okay. we were rooting you for you. Zay. We were well, all rooting for you. I'm not mad at Zay. Am I the only one? <laughs> <laughs> of course you're not the only one who's not mad at him. He's fine as fuck. It's not even that, because he looks like a kid to me. Uh, he actually reminds me so much of my nephew, Devin, that I can't find him attractive. Um, I think I just really don't fuck with Ray. To the point where oh, all I was like, actions are forgivable. I was like, you do fuck with Ray J, but I no. forgot that that is what him, that's that child. I don't fuck with him no more either. I'm just saying facts. I know you America. don't. He couldn't see, <laughs> and he was in a ma'am, position. Ma'am, ma'am, we're not doing that. He extended position. He couldn't. See. He ex- he extended his arm. He extended his Absolutely. arm. Absolutely, but his face was—he had eyeball full of red wine. <laughs> he extended his. He extended his arm. Absolutely. I would have done the same thing if somebody was attacking me and I couldn't see shit. Um, 
uh, I forgot that Rachel as her uh, coon yes. ass daddy. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Not wrong. Like, get out the motherfucking race car. Your child, your daughter is standing right here. What are you doing? He definitely was giving... um, (laughs) I'm not like you blacks. Yeah, I'm not like... I'm not like... I'm not one of those blacks. (laughs) Oh, shit. Um, Yes, Ray, uh, Ray. Yeah, she... She was a she was a little giving pick me during her uh, original interview. And then she's like, "I'm bisexual, girl." So that don't mean you ain't shit. Like you're still. <laughs> Wait, you think don't... Ray is trash? Hell yeah! What part about her is not? What part about her is good? She hit him. She hit him. Correct. Not him. great. If that situation, I hate to be a Twitter nigga, but if that situation was reversed, well, I don't think he would have ever hit her. her he wouldn't have hit her. It's it. She's yeah. And it's, she it's shouldn't bad. have hit him. She shouldn't have, and and honestly, like he shouldn't have been out until eight in the morning. It doesn't matter. But again, it doesn't matter. And then she's like shouting, get off me, get off me, while the camera is not on them to make it seem like he was being physically aggressive towards her. Fuck her. Yeah, it did say, she did say that he was stopping her from being able to leave, which I think is like a little awkward. But Um, you couldn't see what happened. He might have been standing in front of the door, but she fucking punched him. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah. Um, I would like some words with the person who told Jake that he should have done his hair like that for their reunion. Oh, them braids. There were a lot of and what was that, hair choices. What was that reunion. baby hair? What is Shanice? Why does Shanice get, Shanice get that wig? Why she do that? I wasn't into it. She's so beautiful. It just it wasn't. There's a blonde for every woman, and I, that, I don't think that was hers. She that was a used wig for, from somebody. Her. From Angeria. <laughs> no, I just I wasn't I uh, April's hair too. I'm like, why is everybody? Oh yeah, she went blonde too. And is she saying that she got a sugar daddy now? Is that what's going on? No, she's in in God engaged it. But to a, a, a man who's much older than her? The girl is 23. He could be 30. And she says that's much older. <laughs> True story. True story. Yeah, she it, it didn't. Looks much older than 23. But I mean. Facts are facts, America. Listen. Um, no, Ray is garbage. I don't fuck with her like at all. Like everybody was like. Zay was making the reunion mess. Zay is hurt. That man is hurt. Correct. And yes, she is well within her right to break up with that man after him staying out all night. But he also was contending with the fact that his woman had just been intimate with another dude. And I also, like, I... um. 
really didn't enjoy that they showed Shanique and Zay having sex. Were they having sex? She um she said gave him a intimate. little trim. She said they were intimate on the reunion, but we didn't She gave him some head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I feel like all them couples were were physical. Everybody I don't I don't think Randall has sex with um what a name. They have with, sex, uh, Kelly but, but they were making out. Correct. I mean, we know Kobe and April wasn't intimate. They, they made out. Oh, right. They intimate. did on the last night. Oh, God. That was. Everybody was intimate with everybody else. That was so weird. Yeah. I was like, what are y'all doing? This is such a terrible idea, you guys. Yeah. Yeah, they shouldn't, they shouldn't, I don't think they should have shown that. But you know, the premise of the show is we are broken up for these three weeks. How am I supposed to know? Like if I'm, to me, if I'm able to be physically intimate to that, to that extent with someone else, that's information that I need. That's informative. And for Shanique, it informed her that she didn't want to be with nobody but Randall. That's fair. That's fair. I just, I, yeah, I don't, I, just, I, I don't know. I just feel show. like you're, you're, you're living in the experience. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm not saying that she shouldn't have done it. I just, I'm like, why did they have to show that? No, I feel you. But like, of course they were going to show it. You have the juiciest piece of, of. Not juiciest, of, ma'am. Not juiciest. Yeah. Don't talk about that. <laughs> You got it. Why not? <laughs> uh, Lord have mercy. Um, I uh, somebody called that lady Sting, like the wrestler. Who? Alexis. Who? Wow. And I haven't known peace since, literally since. No. <laughs> I'm going to send you a picture of this man. Um, and I just I want you to know <laughs> that you that you never me. loved me, <laughs> and you will not know peace either. <laughs> oh, so you're just gonna fully just be a crab in the barrel? Yes. Um. The okay. All the way to the left. Um, through what you, oh, never mind. I was about to ask you which medium you was going to send this to me on. Yep, you got your But I just got it. <laughs> and I know because we can't hear the voicemails on the show that the audience can't hear. Because <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. I don't like you. Doesn't she look like At that man? All. I don't like you one they tiny bit. Even, they shouldn't have even been at the reunion. What were you there for? I, I yeah, I don't why why would she try to be in everybody's business too? Yeah. Like, girl, go be with your man with no lips and, and make it less money than you if you're so worried about that. Like you actually aren't 
really able to speak on the show because you didn't participate in the experiment. Participate? Why are you there? That's like having my ass speak at the graduation when I dropped out of college. Like, nigga, I I left. The only thing you could speak about (laughs) is what not to do. Like, I I left. I don't. What what I what I got to say to anybody about congrats congratulations we we class of twenty twenty we did it like no, no we did. <laughs> no we didn't actually that we did not that was a situation where a man loved his woman enough to not want to see her further humiliated like he wasn't actually ready to marry her but he saw the way that she was about to not get chosen by a single person there. And somebody already had put on wax that he was not attracted to her. And I think that that was her man who also wasn't getting much uh, heat from the ladies there. He wasn't getting picked. Yeah, saving them both from humiliation. Because I'm sorry, when that man said, I'm not attracted to you, and she was like, I don't believe you. Like, girl, why is it impossible for you to believe that someone's not attracted to you? That was so embarrassing. Like, are you not ashamed of yourself? Are you not embarrassed? This is really embarrassing. Because Um, I, I have been told that I, that people don't find me attractive. But what I have not done in response is like, double down and then found them the next day to go sit down with them and be like so you said you wasn't attracted to me right like we don't actually ever need to speak again i'm gonna pretend you don't exist that you don't exist and i don't know that i've ever had somebody like to my face tell me that they weren't attracted to me but for them to tell oh let me tell you it's really fun oh i i mean i've had people tell me that they didn't find me attractive but i mean like in a situation where i was dating someone only one time and he was he tried to say that he was talking about my behavior, which I think is bullshit. Um, it's bullshit. Oh, is it? Is it that motherfucker that I'm about to box on site? No, I don't think. Oh, probably. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's still curtains for his ass. Yeah, but um, I've I've I don't think that I've had somebody be like, I am not attracted to you physically. And but if they did, I don't think I would want additional feedback. Like, okay. <laughs> Thank you. We there's nothing more to there's nothing more to discuss. That happened. Somebody was like, I was like, I'm not interested. Can I ask you why? Like, no. I mean, I'm you not. can, but you're only going to embarrass yourself because right, I'm not. Because the next thing I'm going to tell you is because I'm not attracted to you. I don't find you attractive. That's not information that you need. <laughs> also, like asking me why is as if it's a thing that you can change about yourself. Like, right. It's not. Well, why would you want somebody who wanted you to change something about yourself? It's giving desperately in need of therapy. I just feel like anything after I'm not interested should just be okay, cool. Thanks. Okay, bet. Right. The end. Cool, 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 cool. Lord have mercy. Um, I think they're going to do it again. Yeah, they are. I've, there are design flaws. Um, but Correct. What would you like to change first? So I don't know exactly how we would work the logistics of it. 
But I feel like if I'm giving you the ultimatum and you don't want to get married, you should not then get to date somebody. <laughs> like that doesn't feel correct. Take your ass correct home because this is the this is the ultimatum, right? I'm telling you, if we don't get married, we're breaking up. So now I'm going to go see what it's like to be with someone else. And you're going to see what it's like to be without me. Correct. I also think that they, I mean, I understand it's for optimum mess, but I think they got to pick one or the other, either have them kick it or have them date from the same pool. You can't do both. I I think that is just like, is a recipe for disaster. And and I appreciate, even though (laughs) she's not your favorite, that, I mean, and, and I don't know how much of this is actually true or whatever, but that Ray and I almost called him Zach again, that child didn't, <laughs> didn't end up together because she was like, I, I think it would be really emotionally irresponsible to be like, I'm jumping out of one two and a half year relationship into another one. But yes, I, I think that there should be a pool of people that they bring to the show who are just there. Like Temptation Island. Mm-hmm. Which is the problem. They're trying to like not be Temptation Island, but they they figured it out. Oh. They've, got the, they've got the the ingredients. Yeah, they got it figured out, y'all, because yeah, exactly. I don't see how you're the person who didn't want to get married and now you're with someone else who like also didn't want to get married and like Okay, well, y'all seem happy as hell. Good, best of luck to you both. Unless you do an even swap. Like, you you didn't want to get married, and now you're in a relationship with somebody who did want to marry their partner. And they, you know, like, it just, it, it didn't feel, it felt very messy the way that the, the pairing went. Yeah, agreed. Because agreed. you also have somebody who could end up alone. Totally. And yeah, I I just feel like it shouldn't be from the same pool or there should be more people because I feel like somebody would have picked uh, that evil lady. Somebody would have picked uh, the punk ass dude Alexis. who proposed to his girlfriend at the last oh, at the last minute. God. I'm glad that they the, the thing that I do enjoy is Nick and Vanessa are real messy. They'd be right in the shit with everybody else. They sure do. They was like, didn't you just say to what's her name that you was going to pick her? Look, Why you, uh, what, what, which one is it, brother? <laughs> I live. Um, I also need the contestants to be like much older. Correct. Correct. Yeah. And I, I guess if they were older, I'd be okay with their relationship durations being shorter because yeah. I'm like, I was in a relationship for four and a half years and we weren't even talking about the M word. Like it wasn't, it didn't well, because even. because now you're talking about people who are probably not going to end up together anyway, even if they do. <laughs> so like, what are we even doing? <laughs> Drag me. Drag me? Like, what is my relationship status? <laughs> Zero. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot we were lying in April on our podcast. Sorry, everybody. We can talk about it off mic. And will. Um, what's what's the damn tea? Um. So Tom Cotton. 
Jesus. Thank y'all for tuning in. We'll see y'all next week. Yo, ugly ass. <laughs> no lip having our ass. <laughs> I hate him. What did he do now? He tweeted on, so last week. Did he announce he running for president? Girl. Um, last week was the 75th anniversary of Jackie Robinson breaking the color line, quote, in quotes, because he was technically not the first Black person to play in the MLB. Um, But we celebrate every April 15th, it could be 14th, uh, as Jackie Robinson Day in the league. There has been, I should have saved this for my name, there has been some debate in the baseball community of like, why don't we make this day a day of service? Like, let's, you know, highlight opportunity for uh, communities that don't have, because baseball is a very expensive game. Um, let's be of service to these communities that don't really have the opportunities and resources to to promote more, like, inner city youth, more rural youth, more black and brown American children to to play the game of baseball. Um, so every year the league, everybody wears the number 42, regardless of team. This year, for the 75th anniversary, everybody's 42 was in Dodger blue. Great. It, but I love it. Um, so people like... One of my friends from the Black Women, Black Girls Love Baseball group that I'm in, Shakia, Shakia Taylor, wonderful sports writer, knowledgeable, great. Like, if you don't follow her, follow her. I retweet her shit all the time. Read her shit. She was saying like, let's let's everybody should do like a local thing. Like each team were the number of the player that integrated their organization. On oh, that's great. Right. So he. Um, probably has since deleted the tweet because I can't fucking find it. But he tweeted something about like honoring Jackie Robinson. And of course, Twitter was like, girl, I know you fucking lying. I know. He says 75 years ago, Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier as the first African-American Major League Baseball player. Today we honor him and his lasting legacy. Girl, you mean you want people to talk about race? <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, somebody said, thank you for reminding us all of his legacy. Did you know Jackie was active in politics throughout his post-baseball life? He was angered by conservative Republican opposition to the Civil Rights Act of 1964. It's big of you to remind us all of that. Oh, Jesus. Breaking news. Senator (laughs) Tom Cotton teaches CRT on Twitter. Oop. How embarrassing. The type of country that prevented a talented player from playing strictly because of his race is precisely the history you don't want children learning. That's Nicole Hannah-Jones with the Haymaker. Okay. 
how how indeed and 75 years later you voted against putting the first black female on the supreme court a person more qualified than any sitting justice there now oh not the f word though but we're gonna let that cook we're gonna let that rock oh yeah he should have said black female justice Uh, Molly Jung fast. Is this critical race theory? Baby, is it? Because me thinks. CRT would explain why it took so long for a black man to be accepted into Major League Baseball since its founding in 1876. You do realize this tweet would be in violation of most anti-CRT laws Republicans have passed in the several states. And violate well, you know they don't care about violating laws and rules. How the fuck? I can't stand him. I, uh, I mean, this is why I get so frustrated. <laughs> I'm like, the only reason he keeps getting elected is because people vote for him, and I don't understand. I don't get it. What is he doing good for his? Where is he? Arkansas? Yes, he is the senator from Arkansas. I was, I, so I, I was doing this on Instagram, but then I fell off because I don't really care about Instagram that much. And some niggas get on my nerves. It's like periodically being like, it's this many days to election day. And if you want these things in your country, like you should vote for politicians who also agree and that it's not enough to be like, and I get the ways in which our political system is deeply broken and or some would argue is working the way that the um, framers intended for intended for it to. But like we have a we have an we have an opportunity. We always have an opportunity to change it and and just <laughs> get that send that motherfucker to the unemployment line. He's begging. He's begging. Okay. Send his ass there, please. She's so qualified, but I just, I just can't support her. Eat a dick. (laughs) Oh Lord, have mercy. But you know, um, I think Sarah um, Huckabee Mm -hmm. is trying to run to be the governor of Arkansas. So we might, we might just have to leave him behind. Her and um, Sarah Palin want to be in Congress too, apparently. Can she spell Congress? Although clearly we've it learned that that is not. Lauren Berber, Bober, fucking <laughs> the standard, the bar is in hell. It's under the ground. Is is truly un, is truly under the ground. Um. Yeah. What's the tea? Um. I feel like I don't know, but I I woke up <laughs> last week with a strange sense of optimism that like <laughs> maybe we've survived the worst um of of this bullshit that we're in um but then i just saw that the uh, a federal judge i didn't see which one but i have guesses on who appointed them um just said that the mask mandate is unconstitutional and so now the tsa can't make people wear a mask on a plane no more. And so I'm not going uh, anywhere. 
I have to go I'm, no, I'm about to be triple masked in a beekeeper suit <laughs> I'm just like you guys we go we were doing so good we weren't though we weren't though Everywhere I was doing so good. <laughs> Everywhere is dropping mask mandates. They're dropping vaccine mandate. Like I went out this weekend and I was like the only person wearing a mask in several locations. People don't get I went to the grocery store today. Over. And people were looking at me crazy and I was like, "What's happening? Oh, I'm the only motherfucker in this whole store with a mask on." Like people don't give a fuck. I do. I would like to keep not having COVID again. And yes, when I had it, it was like very mild and we survived and it wasn't atrocious. And the only reason I even knew that I had it is because I was taking the test because I was in a show. But like, I don't want that bitch again. Right. I got sick. And I feel like I still dodged a bullet because I don't knock on wood appear to have any long COVID symptoms. But I don't want to. I don't want to play that game again. I don't want to run that risk again. And I and you know like the powers that be are basically like, well, get the vaccine, you'll be fine. Like maybe not. Yeah, maybe not, friend. And so people who are immune, immunocompromised, or like recent transplant or cancer survivors, like. They just have to live a lifestyle as a recluse because no one gives a fuck? That doesn't feel fair. Uh, it does appear as though that is what is being asked of those people. It's fucked up. It does appear, though. It does appear that way. Um, you know what else is fucked up? Hmm. I, um, I forgot about this earlier. Um, <clears throat> DJ, cut my theme music. This don't make no goddamn sense. I said this don't make no goddamn sense. Go raise up because it is. Even day we gonna do a remix. We go go another round because this don't make no goddamn sense. <laughs> I need to submit that to Hurdle because I want people to be like, oh, I know, it. I know what song that is. I know, I know exactly what song that is. Um. Sisters with voices. Sisters with voices. How the fuck the NYPD gonna have a 50 million trillion dollar budget and y'all can't catch a nigga who not only shot Literally. Who not only shot up the damn subway station, planted explosives, but y'all got cameras all over the place. We got increased police presence on the subway because y'all are breaking up all of these encampments for people who are unsheltered. And you're ticketing all these vendors who are selling fucking fruits and minding their business. And this the fruits that everybody be buying because the shit is delicious. And I don't care where they got it from. It tastes good. And I, I, it's... They mind their business. They trying to turn the profit. But y'all can't find the, the bomber. Meanwhile, his whole social media is like, I wish you niggers were dead. Nobody Hotep- was watching him. Hotepery. Uncle Ruckus. See, this is why, friend, 
I am not a prison abolitionist. Some people need to Baby, be under the fucking jail. Put his ass I have in never jail. said I have not ever said that mm mm mm. Now, I I think we there is a smarter way to talk about the ways that communities can protect themselves and allocate resources to make sure that everybody is safe. But um, I'm I'm not about abolishing a motherfucking thing except slavery, baby. Right. That's it. And we can we can talk about abolishing the police because fuck them. There's there are better we have seen throughout history that there are better ways to protect communities than through a militarized police force that has a budget of several countries. Mm, hello. Who couldn't Zach from the bodega caught the assailant? Like you must be a sh- how em- how embarrassing for you. How embarrassing for you that a civilian did your job. And they didn't even want to they don't want to give him his money. Yeah. And also like I I don't I don't believe them when they said, "Oh, all the cameras is working except those three. Like, baby." Hmm. I don't I don't hmm. I don't I don't think so. I just... It's it's really the ghetto. I mean, the first thing after I knew y'all were okay, I was like, just don't go outside because they're going to be looking for Black men. True story. True story. Um, Yeah, I've never... uh, It was like a very weird situation i've never lived in the same city where uh a tragic event like that has happened like i wasn't in new york on in september in 20 in 2001 um there have been like shootings and things in places where i have lived but i've never been there on the same day it's a very strange feeling to be like right it couldn't happen again could it on the same day um but also it was so weird because it was such a nice day outside that by like three o'clock in the afternoon everybody was like that was crazy oh my god it's 70 degrees outside we going out having a rosé it was right truly one of the strangest experiences of my life uber surging during that time is disgusting. Wait, I'm sorry. What? Like everybody was trying to get home from that area and Uber was surging pricing. Yeah, I I think that's another thing too that I appreciate about living in New York City is that um, there are cab apps and like you don't have to deal with that because I remember the first time I saw the disparity between how much it was going to cost to get to the airport in the rain in a cab and how much I saw it was going to cost to get to the airport in an Uber. I was like, oh, baby, I'm never again. Like double the price for a little drip for for a drizzle. (laughs) Not for a drizzle. (laughs) Um, Yeah, capitalism is garbage. Um, But uh, 
we live in the system, so vote for. So the, my point is, we could have had Maya Wiley as our fucking mayor. Right. <laughs> Listen, it's it, we not too we not too far from Easter Sunday. So my point okay. is, Come on. <laughs> we could have had Maya Wiley as the motherfucking mayor of New York City, someone who's com- who's dedicated to social justice and understands the systemic solution to some of these problems is not like it requires a different kind of imagination, but we got Eric Adams um, who ain't released his taxes and (laughs) uh, taking his checks in crypto and appointed his brother to the whatever job. And, you know, now we're going to send him police to solve social problems um, and they can't even solve the crimes, like the actual crimes. Right. Like Black Twitter would have found that motherfucker in 37 minutes. Okay. The way we'd be finding these untagged yeah. racist people. Listen, that's how we got the social media. That's how we got, what's her name? Um, uh, who was flying to Africa? Justine. Justine Seiko, bitch. <laughs> We got her fired on a on a Atlantic flight. Like on it a took y'all a day and a half. Atlantic flight. <laughs> y'all could go. That bitch was fired, but she's but then she's already like in a new career, prospering. Like you know. Oh, you know, canceling ain't real. Just that's why right. David Mamet's ass opening the motherfucking bullshit on whatever. Uh, uh, Louis C.K. taking his dick out and winning Grammys and shit. Like, he'll be fine. They'll they'll all be fine. What a mess. A mess. Um, uh, hey, boo. Do you hey, have boo. one? Um, I mean, sure. You do? It's not, it's not Wardell. Oh, oh, okay. Why is why you so defensive? Because the motherfucker had like four points. <laughs> it was his first game back, and he's obviously rusty. You know, didn't start, came off the bench, and he scored like two points in the whole first half, and then he kind of heated up a little bit. But my my hey boo is young Jordan Poole, who made his NBA playoff debut and had a hell of a game. Child, I thought you said Jordan Peele, and I was like, wait, what? Every fucking time. (laughs) Every time this young man is playing, I'm like, oh, yeah, obviously Jordan Peele. Um, He got 30 points in his first postseason game. Okay, wow. That's a lot of points. He's 12 years old. Oh, God bless. Uh, he was he was born June nineteenth, nineteen ninety nine. I was doing things. Drugs. <laughs> no, I was not. I was. <laughs> I was. <laughs> I was like I was not doing drugs. I was, I was smoking like, something uh, else though. Junior, and you were smoking dicks. <laughs> I wasn't yet actually. Oh, God. I had just barely... I mean, I'm a virgin now, is what I mean. 
Oh, okay, great. Same, same. Me too. I was not smoking dick in 1999. (laughs) Um, I was a junior in college. I was doing the most, but not like that. Uh, yeah. So, hey, boo, Jordan Poole. Okay. Um, my hey, boo is still the same from last week. Rodney, um, finished his first season of Game Theory on HBO. It's just incredible. Like, I have not laughed so hard in a very, very long time. Um, if HBO has any motherfucking sense, which I know they have right. very little, but they would be boo-boo the fucking fool to not bring that show back for five million more seasons. I'm sorry, if Bill um, Maher's raggedy ass still has a show. Baby, baby. It, it ain't no way. It ain't no way. Right. Um. So I'm excited to see what next season has in store. Um, We're going to put that in the it universe. We're ready. Oh, it's 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 happening. It got to. Yeah, there's no way. I saw some bullshit that ABC was going to not renew the Queens. And I was like, okay. The, girl, the girl's going to be mad. I need to catch up. I Apparently Eve had died or something. Somebody spoiled it for me while I was like three weeks behind. I was like, fuck this. Well, she on maternity leave, so I think they were trying to figure out what to do. Oh. But you ain't got a killer. Damn. Right, right. Like, she just had know? like put her ass in a bed like they did with um a coma. <laughs> Felicia Rashad. She was in a coma for like <laughs> That's why we need to be writing on television because I'm like, y'all, we okay. could we could get better solutions to these problems. First, I gave y'all the oop on the fucking Dorito Loco Mexican. <laughs> We've been writing challenges to RuPaul's Drag Race for years. Baby. It was somebody I said while we were doing that show that I wanted to talk about on this show and I plum forgot. Oh, that Hillsong thing? Oh yeah, so I I have not watched that, but there was a video of people, uh, a bunch of white people, and a dude with a acoustic guitar singing. Um, Here I am to worship. Oh, oh, no, that one too. Great. And the whole internet was like, fuck that, and then of course, like the woke TM people got a hold to it, and everybody was throwing up and crying to prove they're not that kind of Christian. And of course, I was like, this is my motherfucking song, bitch. Like, if somebody busted out a guitar and started doing How Great on the airplane, I would be all over that alto part. They needed seasoning, so I would have been a welcome addition. I mean, they definitely needed seasoning. I And everybody was like, see, this like white church music don't even slap. This isn't a white church song. It's You're not gonna play with me on my worship song. It's a it's a multi-culti, everybody come who come as you are. Chance the rapper have this song on on his album. Oh, he does? On Chance 3. Hell yes, he does. Oh, see? Y'all better go get y'all some culture and education. The choir sings it, and then he comes in with some fire ass verses. 
with my dream girls behind me for like I'm James Early type of worship make Jesus come back a day early. Please come on. <laughs> How great. <laughs> I didn't I didn't know that I was in the presence of a stan. Listen, chance three? I didn't. Yeah. I didn't I didn't know. Hell yeah. <laughs> Same drugs. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Uh-huh. It's a great song. Great song. It's a great fucking album. It's like, what are the words to that? I don't know. <laughs> the rapper because he loves his wife and that lets me know that you motherfuckers are very miserable and ugly and ashy and sad oh not the you were they really don't they really don't like this dude because he loves his wife wait that's the that's the reason yes oh that's how miserable he corny. They don't like Christian rap. He love his wife. This man like created a sleeping bag to give away to homeless people. Like he does hella shit in his community. And like he said something corny on Twitter one time and now he's persona non grata. You all are miserable people. I mean, duh. We knew that already? Speaking of, I watched um Ali Wong's latest Netflix special finally over the weekend. Uh-huh. Um, I saw mixed reviews about it. It was fine. Um I was like, I kind of like her. I was sad. I was like, please don't let it be bad. No, it was fine. I wasn't like knee slapper. But I love her. And she was killing the room. She had those people eating out of the palm of her hand. She's a she's a monster. She's a she's a comedy giant. I love that for her. Um, but so recently, news of her divorce broke, and I saw a, a very similar sentiment from a lot of men. I'm just gonna call a spade a spade here, like with overtones of "That's what she gets." Oh, or, not know, that's a, what she a, gets, or even like. Or be, or even just very observatory, like based off of her last special. I understand. Um, so I watched. Yeah, she definitely is doing the like thing that men have been doing in comedy, whether stand up on television, interviews like from the honeymooners to Chris Rock, um, doing that like I hate my husband shit. Like I wish that I had not settled down because i would like to be out here fucking she has a great joke about uh michael b jordan that i actually hollered at um but she's she's doing nothing different than men have been doing in comedy for decades so interesting to your girl that the response to her getting divorced was largely like that's what she gets i mean are you surprised that people who don't wear lotion are ashy (laughs) and trust me i'm glad they're getting a divorce because it does seem like not a great situation like jokes are great or whatever but like 
you if you hate being married that much, then you probably shouldn't be married. And she tried to round it out with a nice fluffy ending or whatever, but the overtones of the stand-up special was how much she hates being married. I mean, it's not for everybody. And the way that like traditional marriage exists, it's, uh, I have some notes. Right. And mind you, I haven't read the, any of the article or any of that. Who knows that it was her husband who decided to file for divorce against her. Right. Also, like, you know, let everybody else tell it. Why does that matter? Like, I just, I, I feel like, and this is not a critique of anybody else, but y'all, I can really, truly barely take care of my fucking self. Like someone sent me a meme and it was like, I have so much respect for parents because could you imagine coming home from your shitty ass day and having to deal with some kids? Like I (laughs) I almost dropped my phone. Like I was just like, oh my God, like I am a single lonely bitch who can barely make okay. it to my therapy appointments on time and the shits are virtual. Okay, and they're in my house, okay? <laughs> Like, I don't have the bandwidth to be dealing with anybody else's shits. So, like, truly my hat's off to you. But, like, is there a craft you could learn? Could you, like, do you want to try a new recipe? Do you want to, like, do some do something? Because it just feels exhausting with very little... <laughs> <laughs> it feels very it's giving exhausting with no payoff the way I came home day drunk yesterday and <laughs> out at 5 o'clock and woke up at 7.30 a kid would have died would have died like day homework would not have gotten done none nan homework I wouldn't have brushed you remember them commercials with the dad doing the girl's hair and it was all fucked up like that wouldn't have happened she would have had a fucking co-wash and put that shit in the ponytail and see you later he tried to put he put some breads in her shit like it would have never happened a wash and go 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 away go away (laughs) a wash and get out of my face a wash and go somewhere I'm taking a nap. Listen. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, but uh, I thought it was interesting to see how many people use that to like shit on Christianity as a whole. I'm like, okay, we get it. You hate Christians. Okay, yay. Good, good for you. Oh, my God. Um, I know this isn't, I'm not hijacking your segment because I would never do that because I love and respect you. Wait, let me just make one more point before I forget. Okay. I do agree that that a Muslim, especially a brown or black Muslim, would not have been able to get away with saying like Alu Akbar or singing some, you know, Arabic thing. I agree. Yeah. Congresswoman Omar did make that point on Twitter. And I mean, just, just based purely alone on the way that the New York Times, who purports to be an institution dedicated to, um, like, objective journalism, even the framing of their words to talk about the Israeli violence that is unprovoked against Palestinian people simply for breathing is like, there's no fucking way. Yeah. And this is the first time in... 511 years that Passover, Ramadan, and Easter are all on the same weekend, and we still ain't got world peace. 
Passover, Ramadan, Easter, there was like a full moon. There was a Hindu celebration. It was a lot of stuff that happened this week. Child, we need to get it together. Uh, okay, so I'm not hijacking because um, I don't even have a full segment. Uh, but there was this person on the Twitter who, um, did you know, there's some um, on this website, twitter.com. It's actually really, they do some funny things. I don't know if you've heard of it. Hmm. Um, hmm. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, really? Um, okay. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm going to try to do this bootleg version of what you were suggesting for uh, the voicemails and see. Coming prepared to the show? (laughs) This is not the reading challenge. Don't do me. (laughs) Let me take my, uh, the library. (laughs) Officially. Um, So Crystal (laughs) posted this uh, TikTok from this man. His name is Samuel Sleeves. um, And I know that you can hear this because I'm going to play it and I'm just going to play it on <laughs> speakerphone and I hope that the audience can as well. Here we go. Okay. The days I dread teaching the most are the days right after I get a haircut. Yesterday I showed up to school after getting my haircut. Right away in the morning a student asked, Mr. Salem, did you get a haircut? I responded, yes, I did get one. She says, um, yeah, we can tell. The entire class erupted with laughter. They called me Big Haircut the rest of the day. And that is the super <laughs> that can make you feel foolish over something that literally everyone does. <laughs> There's a couple of videos of this man, and these kids are frying his ass like a fucking pork chop. They said... So <laughs> wait, hold on. So a professor that I follow commented on this, and he was like, Unfortunately, what this dude doesn't understand is that those kids love him. Love him. Love him. And he just he just doesn't understand the way we communicate. Oh, I think he I think he does know that. I think I think he's just being silly. Yeah. Um, because you I you could tell he lo- he loved them kids too. Um, because there was another word he posted <laughs> where he was eating a sandwich and someone was like, Hey, Mr. Whatever, you eating a sandwich with no bev? <laughs> <laughs> so it was like it's giving sociopath. <laughs> Kids are so rude, so nasty. So rude. I love it so much. I love it so much. Not enough for me to be on Twitter or TikTok full time, but it was a it was a nice visit. Y'all got some fun stuff going on over there. Uh, what Nini say? I like the or uh, uh, charade. I like the beat. It was good. <laughs> the beat was fun. <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> Somebody tweeted, what did C-Murder go to jail for? Questions that need answers, because I don't actually know. <laughs> Are you ready? I'm sitting down, so yeah, I'm ready. Uh, it wasn't C-Taxes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, that's the title of the show. <laughs> Somebody wrote C and then like spelled out murder and underneath like the finger pointing emoji and your letter. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> 
intervention children got left behind somebody said um was talking about gas and was like oh we need don't get the um, don't get the old one and it was like the old one 
Yeah, 87. Oh, 1987. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, a bunch of y'all children got left behind. <laughs> oh, no. My God. I'm not okay. <laughs> it's a picture of like a stick figure holding a brick like <laughs> over its head like about to launch it at somebody and it says move y'all I got it <laughs> say, say it slowly you almost got it <laughs> You almost got Somebody it. said, I want to hug Monica and tell her C murder is never coming home. Oh. Aww. Mm. Well, that just made me sad. She's holding him down, though. To the ground. Stay on your ass in the quote, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my God! <laughs> Jesus! Wow. Oh, Twitter! If Jacob had five apples, she said, "All right, now you ain't gotta call me bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you making it not funny no more." <laughs> Place. Oh, I love it so much. All right. My stomach um, hurts. I need to go. Truly, truly. Go put on my bed clothes. This is what happens, friends. I have had to be sober <laughs> while recording the show for a really long time. And tonight I am <laughs> um, that is why I love living in New York City, where I could just go across the street and have somebody else wash and fold my drawers for me, and I'll pick it up in 12 hours. Thank you so much. See. No, I do, I do my own laundry. Because you are an adult. This I is why. I feel comfortable with that. Oh, yeah, I was like, uh-huh. Uh, I think, like, I'm sad that I don't have, like, laundry in my unit because i'm trying to be efficient and wash everything yes so now i have to like save the outfit i'm wearing so i can walk down the way and put my clothes in the laundry because i remember when i had wash and dryer in my place i would be like naked or in a booty butt ass naked watching yep yeah when i was catching for my friend she had a washer and dryer in her apartment and i would just be like <laughs> booty butt ass <laughs> naked Putting the towel, the sheets, right. everything in, but you can't do that. You gotta, you gotta ration it out. You gotta ration it out. You can't. Um, All right. Well. Oh, um, congratulations to our friend and the cast of A Strange Loop, who had their first preview on Broadway. Jason said that like eighty five percent of that cast and crew are making their Broadway debut with the show. And I'm putting out good energy into the universe, like a long, successful run, many awards and things. Um, 
I'd be very interested to hear what happens once Tyler comes to see the show. Uh huh. But yeah. But yeah. I love it so, and I can't wait to go see it. I'll probably go up there in June to see it. Um, it's gonna. It's been so interesting. It's gonna be tough to get tickets in June, but I'm. I am sure that you'll be able to see it. I know someone. I know someone. Yeah, you know a couple people, but I think June is going to be a tough time to get tickets to that show. Um, It's it's well, yeah, because they're going to win every Tony. Not every, not everyone, because there's no leading. There's no there's no leading. (laughs) Um, Yes, it is. Elle Morgan, uh, she's the leading and supporting. What, what? <laughs> she, she's every she's, she's every woman. It's all in her. She's every woman. She's Whitney. It's true. Um, Harriet Tubman. Harriet motherfucker. I'm Harriet motherfucking Tubman. I have a problem with you. I have a problem with you. Like it's it's such a great show. Like somebody was on Twitter being like, while it's not above critique, and it took everything in me not to jump in his mentions like, what is a critique? I just can't wait to hear white people trying to sub out. Who the fuck is you, nigga? Nigga. Yes. I'm like, no, go ahead, yes. say it. Go ahead, say it. I want you to. Go ahead. You like the song so much. Go ahead, sing my it. Very, my very favorite moment in the show is when Thought 2 uh, played brilliantly by James Brilliantly. Like, he's like, oh, girl, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, every and everybody in that show. Yeah. yeah, periodically is just. I was talking to Jason. He was like, "I just love how down you are for the show." I'm like, "It's important," and I feel like everybody needs to see the show because we, as cis people, we as straight people, we take for granted what our prejudices are doing to our babies. Like every parent needs to see the horror that you are instilling in your your children with your with your fantastical Jesus hates you shit like move around move around people are dying Kim truly truly I mean I told Michael that uh there were several moments where I was like how did you resurrect my grandmother and put her onto okay. people's stage I am unwell how did I my go dad. from how is laughing, my dad in the show? Laughing hysterically to I'm crying so hard I want to vomit to I'm screaming with glee yes. at a set change. Like I literally stood in my chair. Yes. I'm a I'm a professional yes. actor, a Broadway veteran, if you will. And Come when on. that and when Come that's on. and when that scene change happened, yes. I stood in my chair and screamed like David after the fucking dentist. I didn't give I lost my mind up in there, up in there. Yeah. It's just like it's it's brilliance personified, and I I can't wait for everyone to if they don't know now they know. Now they know it doesn't explain anything to white people. It doesn't ask them for anything. It doesn't care that they're uncomfortable. Like for one, y'all time, came here. Go ahead, y'all came here. What what y'all want from us? Mm-hmm. Shit, it's just beautiful. Yay. Um, That's it. Well, this is the day the Lord has made. This is the day. This is the day. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. You make me cry and I can't do that tonight. 
be encouraged. <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah, periodically rips my heart out. And they all have so many J names that I cannot remember his. Is he John Anthony? John Andrew. John Andrew? Yeah. He his mother, his own mother had a stroke, he said in their playbill interview. And they used to talk on the phone every Sunday. And now since she had her stroke, they can't do that. So he said that every night when he sings periodically, it it, it is coming from a very real place for him now. Beautiful show. It's a strange loop opening on Broadway very soon, actually. So I, I implore you. If you are a fan of this show, you will love A Strange Loop. And you'll have plenty of opportunity to see it. It's going to run for forever. But uh, What the hell is that? Uh, that was not the day. Um. <laughs> uh, but not the day for you to try it. Bye.